Thanks for joining me on another episode of Girl on the Right. Today's will be very short. It's about the problems of the psychology of the left. You might have noticed within the last couple of years, it seems that the left has turned crazy. People are coming out of the woodwork, unhinged, violent, illogical behavior. Well, there are psychological reasonings behind this, and this podcast will explore some of these reasons. The main two come from feelings of inferiority and feelings of weakness, and also being in a hyper-socialized environment, especially now with the inventions of social media and things like that. So first we have the feelings of inferiority. And this is usually caused, the root cause, low self-esteem. Many leftists feel powerless. They are depressed. They feel guilt, self-hatred. That's why a lot of leftists are into sadomasochism. These feelings are more or less repressed in their everyday lives, but they have ways of bringing forth the side effects of these feelings out into the open. These feelings guide the direction of the leftists. It guides their thinking process. And it's very dangerous. Many leftists believe language is very derogatory. That language is insensitive. It's insulting. For instance, a male might call a female, hey chick, oh no, but that's sexist. Or a friend might walk up to a group of other friends and say, what's up, dude? Nope, that's gendered language. We can't have that. Calling someone handicapped who happens to actually be handicapped, is insensitive. We should instead use differently abled. Cultures in the past that never invented a written language are primitive. But no, we can't use the word primitive. That's insulting. These were non-literate people. Calling them primitive means that We call our culture superior. We can't have that. This is the kind of language censorship they're into. This is the politically correct language of the left. Now what's interesting about political correctness and the left is that The left likes to think of themselves as champions of the poor and the working class. But have you ever been to a very poor working class area? Have you ever been to the ghetto? 
Have you ever been to an area where poor immigrants live? Have you ever been to a house of disabled or abused women? Have you ever been to a teenage orphanage? These people do not adhere by politically correct language. The leftists, which wish to speak for all the poor and downtrodden people, usually come from middle class to wealthy backgrounds. They're educated. They've gone to college. Many of them get grants and scholarship based on race, not merit. These people are very privileged by their own definition of privilege, but they don't see it as such. Political correctness is pushed by the liberal academic class, not the poor and working class. The idea of political correctness came from universities and large employers. Most of the people who brought the idea of political correctness into our culture tend to come from upper-class families. These are usually the heterosexual white people that the new left decries of. It's so ironic, don't you think? That the poor minority working class doesn't seem to care about political correctness. The liberal and left gatekeepers are obsessed with political correctness and their ideas have come from the wealthy class of the left. Wow. They are obsessed with being defeated and weak and marginalized. Leftists tend to build their identities on things such as being a weak woman trying to fight the patriarchy, a defeated minority, or an American native, or that they are a hated and repressed homosexual. They think of themselves as inferior, therefore they feel like they need to fight and struggle in order to gain victory. Working hard to overcome these obstacles and difficulties in your life, that's not the path of the left. By staying weak and by staying marginalized, they always have the chip to play instead of trying to better themselves. This is especially true with women involved in the modern feminist movement. They are struck by the fear that women are not capable and strong enough as men. This is what drives the movement nowadays, fear. Not love for equality or certain rights that women don't have, but rather they need to prove that they are better than men. 
biologically speaking, women are weaker than men, physically. That is an indisputable scientific fact. On the right-hand side, women acknowledge this. Men are there to protect, to be the physically strong ones in the household. And women are more the nurturing type. Biologically, we are the ones who bear children and nurse them. We acknowledge these differences, which leftists try to ignore and repress. Leftists hate images, tradition, symbols of strength, of success. They hate the idea of America. They hate the idea of Christian-inspired Western civilization. They hate masculinity. They hate logic and rationality. Leftists say they hate the West because it was dominated by men, dominated by war, dominated by imperialistic tendencies, racism, slavery, sexism, and so forth. But if we look at history, these things come from nearly every single culture, even in the East, even in Native American cultures, in primitive cultures, and we still, and we still see it today, even in progressive cultures. Maybe this is just part of our humanity. These are the reasons the leftists give for hating America and Western civilization. But in fact, their psychological need to be weak and repressed means that they hate, they are repelled by things that are strong and successful. When was the last time you heard a leftist talk about having confidence? being able to rely on their selves, taking initiative, starting business. When was the last time you heard them talk about anything optimistic, looking forward to the future, trying to build legacy for those? It doesn't exist with leftists. These people are against individualism and instead tend to be collectivist. They want society. They want government to solve everyone's problem. They want the society and government to satisfy everyone's needs, to take care of them. They go beyond wishing for equality. They want equity. What's the difference? Well, equality means the playing field is even for everyone. Equity means the end result is even for everyone. Now, what's the difference between those two? For instance, you could give 10 people $100 to invest 
into whatever business ventures they would like. Some people would take those $100 and squander it away. Some other people might put the $100 in a low-risk, low-interest bank account and make a little bit of money. Other people might take those $100 and invest in high-risk business ventures and get rewarded greatly for that. Other people might try to invest the $100, but for unfortunate reasons, they lose money. At the end, some people don't have any money. Some people have $100. Some people have $1,000. Now that's an equal playing field. Everyone had $100 at the start. But equity means everyone has the same amount in the end, which means you might be given $0 at the start. You might be given $100 at the start. You might be given $1,000 at the start. And no matter what you do, everyone has $100 in the end. That's the difference between equality and equity. That no matter how hard you work, you will only have as much as your neighbor has. And that neighbor might not work at all. In fact, that neighbor might steal or do things that will cause other people harm, but it doesn't matter. That's what equity is. And that's leftist thought. It's because the leftist has very little sense of confidence very little ability to solve problems by themselves. They have trouble satisfying their own needs. The leftist has a deep fear of competition because they feel inferior, unable to provide for themselves. They believe that the institutions that uphold our Western civilization are at fault. It's the reason why there's so much hatred and despair and inequity in the world. They believe that logic and rationality, which came from Western civilization, is also a problem. And that solving their problems does not happen through log logic and rationality, but rather anarchy, revolution. Now, any logical and rational person would see that anarchy and resolution usually leads to the destruction of the pillars of society, which begets more crime, which causes more chaos, which really makes it a survival situation. And do you think these low-confidence, weak leftists would really survive in a situation like that? Once again, it comes from their inner desire to be repressed. A lot of these people don't have children. They don't want a legacy because Deep down, they feel like they want to die. 
because of their weakness. Now we on the right hand side are about strengthening, strengthening each other, strengthening ourselves. We are a culture of life. The leftist disdain for rationality and logic also comes from their very infantile emotional side. They like to dismiss Western mathematicians, scientists, and philosophers. Some of the reasons they give are based on patriarchy and sexism and things like that. But deep down, it's because they can't compete with rational thought. The only weapon they have is emotionally lashing out at these things. They try to sway people based on fleeting feelings. And they try to win people over by making general and relative statements that are void in factuality. This leads leftists to ignore things such as genetic differences among different human beings. The leftists tend to ignore the fact that people's behaviors can cause them great pain or great triumph. Instead, leftists like to blame society for an individual's ability or lack of ability. If a person is inferior, it's not the person's fault, it's society's fault. Because society is based in all of these fallacies. And many leftists believe society should be destroyed because of that. Although many leftists struggle with inferiority internally, many of them have convinced themselves that they have the capacity to be strong. They have a deceitful thought of power and self-worth. This is why a leftist may join a march which turns into violent protests and they feel accomplished. What did they really do other than march and destroy property? But to the leftist mind, they've made major progress. This is how they trick themselves into feeling strong. But their feelings of inferiority are so internalized that these people really actually struggle trying to create strength and value within themselves. That's why they march in mobs. That's why they attack you with mob mentality. They only feel strong if there is a group surrounding them. They only feel strong if they have a movement which they could identify with. They will never feel strong on their own. These are the people who lay down on highways and try to block traffic. They intentionally bait police and emergency workers. This is because 
they have sadomasochistic tendencies. They want to be hurt. They hate themselves. If society didn't have any problems whatsoever, these are the people that would invent problems in order to feel inferior and feel the need to create a group to fight these self-inflicted problems. Now, I realize that these are generalizations and not every single leftist fits into this mold. But leftists like to identify as a group, as a mass, as a collective. And as a group, as a mass, as a collective, these are the tendencies which many of us have noticed. And I'm calling them out on it for. On the next episode of the podcast, I will explore leftist feelings applied to hyper-socialization and apply that to social media, mobs in the street, and even 24-hour news networks. We are hyper-connected. Information travels in mere milliseconds. And unfortunately, this feeds into the leftist thought. Because when you feel void of strength and self-worth, a lot of these people try to compensate by over-inflating their ego, thus becoming narcissistic and blind to the results of their actions. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And tomorrow, we will explore that topic. Thank you for listening.